The Southern Middle Tennessee Prep Sports Today podcast is brought to you in part by Columbia Academy, Jones and Lang Sporting Goods, Andy Wilhoyt with United Country Realty, the law office of David A. Bates, Custom Stone Handlers, Covenant Technology, Patio West, Coastal and Comfort Eats, and Mid-Tennessee Bone & Joint. Mid-Tennessee Bone & Joint has been the official sports medicine provider for Murray County Schools for more than 40 years. Specializing in orthopedic injuries, their OrthoQuick walk-in service lets you bypass the ER. Visit them online at mtbj.com. It's Southern Middle Tennessee Sports Today with TSWA Hall of Famer Maurice Patton. Here's Chris Yao. Good Monday morning and welcome into another edition of Southern Middle Tennessee Sports Today presented by Mid-Tennessee Bone and Joint. I am Chris Yao, joined as always by Mo Patton and Coach Mike on the controls with you this morning. Happy to be here. Hope that you guys are having a fantastic Monday after a wet weekend for the most part Sunday was nice uh yeah you know yeah. Sunday Sunday was okay um it was I don't know like I I have this I have this thing with um really nice Sundays because it's it almost kind of makes you mad because you're like where was this yesterday yeah, yeah. I mean, I had so much I could have been doing on a Saturday, and instead, anyway. What'd you guys do this weekend? Anything fun? Not really. Yeah, so I got to visit with my do- my oldest daughter, so I was busy. Still Saturday, yes. Yeah, she's she, still here. Or she's gone. No, she left Sunday after lunch, and uh, after lunch, and then I spent the rest of the day in here in the studio, watching or listening to cars Oh. Okay. Listening yeah. to cars going circles. Oh, okay. <laughs> didn't even want to hear about the B word, Braves. No, I didn't listen to that either. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we are, uh, if you're watching on Facebook Live or you are on Twitter, nothing is wrong other than we don't do have. Do not adjust your sets. <laughs> yeah, we do not have uh cameras right now because jp just walked in the door and walked right past us and up the stairs so i guess he's he's gonna on a mission yeah i mean he must be you know doing something important which is perfectly fine i mean i'm cool with that cool with that um do we have a choice we really don't i try to use my phone but apparently it's um, the connection is not the same so I, I don't know what's going on but if you're if you're watching on facebook or twitter we appreciate it um check out our sponsors as you can see there on our screen uh make sure to give them your support and business if you are looking for somewhere to eat a lot of a lot of those are on there if you're looking for some uh some insurance we'll get to that a little later Need a law office. If you want to buy some real estate. You want to buy some real estate, a car. <laughs> I mean, there's he, We got you. We got you covered just about everywhere. I mean, you know. So support our sponsors if you can. We appreciate that. 
We appreciate them. I would tell you what I did this weekend, but I don't remember. Saturday. Changed some diapers. I did that a lot. A lot, lot, lot. Um, Saturday we came down here to get my car, and I was going to go to the CA Summertown game. And when I got there, it was raining, and they weren't playing. And I didn't know when when they were going to start, if they were going to start. So I went back home to help change more diapers. Um, Sounds like you missed a pretty good one. Yeah, yeah, and I'm excited to talk about it here a little bit later in the show. Uh, yesterday went to – let me just tell you, I, I, I almost saw a wreck happen in real time, and then not 100 yards later there was already a wreck on the same road. <laughs> and I was like, man, this was about to be a really bad situation. Turn three in Talladega? It was crazy. So, well, you know how – so we're in the – like there's a car in the left lane. It's a four-lane highway, and there's a red light where, you know, you, you can turn right on red. Well, car from the left lane is traveling very fast. Everybody in the left lane is stopped because somebody's trying to turn left across the four-lane highway. So they all are – they're stopped in the road. Well, he just decides he's going to – Whip it right over in the middle of the intersection, which this is why that's illegal. You can't do that. All right? So he decides to whip it over in the middle of the intersection while the car from the red light turns right, and the car that whipped it over had to whip it back over and then barely missed the other car and ended up nearly on in front of oncoming traffic. So... That was that was fun. <laughs> Your thrill ride for the day, huh? Oof. I mean, we just watched all of this happen. But uh want to give a shout-out to Sarah at Fairview Walmart for coming through in the clutch as we're getting ready to bring my Sarah into SMT and Sports to help us with some books and keeping helping our books and keeping our books and helping set some appointments for sales and that sort of thing. So um, we were looking for a Chromebook, which is like, you know, 180 bucks, 190 bucks, unless you don't have the $190 Chromebook in stock. Well, nobody has it in stock. Columbia, Franklin, uh, Charlotte Avenue, nobody had it in stock so we're looking online and it says Fair, frank uh, fairview has it in stock so i call them just to make sure mm. yeah because you don't want to make that drive and find out get it, they get don't on, have yeah. it either yeah get on the phone guy says no we don't have it and i'm just like we're already on the way i've 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 got to get some toothpaste and some other things so like some paper towels i let's just go and see we get there and Sarah says, oh, no, I got I got that. I've got that one. And I was like, but I just talked to a guy. He goes, she said, yeah, I just forgot to take the temporarily out of stock sticker off. We got them this morning. And I was like, Sarah, you are my hero. <laughs> like, we're trying to buy her, like, a gift card to go to dinner. <laughs> because we didn't want to spend more than $200 on this thing because it really literally just need it for Google Docs, Calendar, and QuickBooks. That's it. That's the only thing it's need, need, needed for. And so, you know, 
Shout out to Sarah for making it happen. Because if she hadn't been in the electronics section when we were there, <laughs> then you would have left without I it. I would have left without it. So anyway. <sighs> Let me say, um, in the midst of my boring weekend, we did observe my mom's blah, 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 birthday yesterday. Blah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, happy I saw, birthday. I saw a cup that was perfect for that. Every birthday has a number, but mine's unlisted. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's perfect. That's good. That's perfect. Yeah, um, hers is unlisted. But um, happy, birthday happy birthday to my mom Mama yesterday. Patton. So um, if you happen to run into her, I'm not sure where it would be, but if you happen to run into her, tell her happy birthday. Is today her birthday? It was yesterday. Yesterday. Okay. But that's okay. Happy yeah. belated birthday. Yeah, sure. Tell her I that. mean, I, <laughs> every day is the birthday. For me, I'm just like, hey, I'm here. That's good. <laughs> That's better than not being, I guess. Beats the alternative. Uh, yes. Uh, all right. So hope you guys had a good weekend. Uh, feel free to holler at us on the on the Facebook. Um, Sarah said, or we could have just bought a more expensive one. But we didn't have to. That was good. Um, Says she who is unemployed at this moment. <laughs> She's not unemployed. She's just, you know, waiting. In between opportunities. Now, she she has an opportunity just because it just start. hasn't started it yet. Start next like week. Like I said, in, in between, between opportunities. So, so in the in the most technical sense, that's correct. She's under. She's unemployed. That's true. Yeah. Well, I guess not really. She's employed with us right now. Hopefully, she'll be working on some stuff today. That would be good. Please and thank you. Yeah. No, she's, and we got Charlie's, Charlie's got a doctor's appointment today. She's got to go get fingerprinted for this new gig. So, yeah. <laughs> Apparently it's like big deal. I don't know. <laughs> um, <laughs> Sarah said she's in limbo. That's not really true. You know where you're going. Um, but other than that, it's going to be a good day. Got a great show for you. We've got Chip Walters coming up in the next hour. We've got, uh, we're going to talk a little Preds, talk a very brief moment about the Atlanta Braves. Very brief. Incredibly brief. Uh, we'll talk about the UT spring game and some local flavor in that Vanderbilt-Mississippi State series. Uh, that was that was fun. That was fun. Uh, what else? I guess that's, and then we'll talk about CA Summertown and Columbia Central Centennial action from over the weekend. So, plenty of stuff to talk about, and we hope that you will stick around. And other than that, it's about time for a break. But first, the rundown. This is the rundown. The Monday rundown is brought to you by our friends at Zion Christian Academy, zioneagles.org, or Nine three one three eight eight five seven three one. That's nine three one three eight eight five seven three one. Schedule your uh, visit and hang out with our friends TJ and Brandon and all kinds of folks. Great folks over at Zion Christian. We appreciate their support. Uh, again, that's zioneagles.org. Nine three one three eight eight five seven three one to schedule your visit today. That's my cue. <laughs> In Friday baseball, Oakland Edge, Franklin County 7-2, community defeated Cascades. I'm sorry, 
Oakland defeated Franklin County 3-2. Community defeated Cascade 7-2. It was Murfreesboro Central 6, Coffee County 5. Community also defeated Eagleville 12-6. Fayetteville defeated the Huntsville Falcons 6-0. And Lawrence County with the county championship with a 3-1 win over Loretta. That's right. Moore County tied the Huntsville Falcons. That was in the the, uh, Walking Horse Classic. So that's where the tie comes in. That was a 6-6 tie. Tullahoma defeated Marshall County 7-4. Summertown a 17-0 winner over Cullioca. Columbia Central fell to Centennial 11-1. Rossview defeated Dixon County 4-1. And Fairview 7, Cheatham County 0. It was Hickman County 11, Perry County 6. Ravenwood falls to Nolansville 3-2. Lincoln County 3-2 over Giles County. And Grace Christian with a 6-3 win over Christ Presbyterian Academy. In softball action, Nolansville a 4-3 winner over Eagleville. Lawrence County defeated Shepherdville 11-3. Lincoln County won 9-2 over Gallatin. It was Westmoreland 8, Centennial 2. Uh, Lewis County a 14-3 winner over Cullioca. Forest edged Coffee County 3-2. And Summertown with a pair of wins in a tournament of sorts. Uh, they got a 2-0 win over Lebanon and an 8-0 win over Allen County, Kentucky. In boys' soccer action on Friday, Columbia Central bounced back from its first loss of the season, defeated Coffee County 8-0, still has not given up a goal in district action. Marshall County and Fayetteville played to a 1-1 draw. It was Grace Christian 7, Battleground Academy nothing. Loretto edged Scotts Hill 2-1, and Page with a 9-0 victory over Lawrence County. Uh, Saturday results in baseball. Dixon County 7, Ensworth 6, Columbia Academy 7, Summertown 4, and CPA an 8-6 winner over Grace Christian. In baseball action today, Columbia Academy travels to Zion Christian for a 5 o'clock start. Also at 5 o'clock, it's Cullioca at Hampshire, and Santa Fe hosts Richland at 6.30. Brentwood travels to Independence, Spring Hill hosts Franklin, Mount Pleasant hosts Summertown, and at 7 o'clock, Summit hosts Lawrence County. In softball action at 5 p.m. today, it is Independence at Summit, Lewis County at Mount Pleasant, and Richland travels to Wayne County at 5.30. Columbia Central travels to Shovelville. Loretto hosts Giles County, and Spring Hill hosts Ravenwood. Lawrence County and Franklin County will also play today at a time unknown. In boys' soccer today, Wayne County travels to Lawrence County at 5.30. Zion Christian hosts Giles County. Zion Christian hosts Giles County at 6 o'clock. Also at 6 o'clock, Spring Hill hosts Marshall County. And at 6.30, Columbia Central travels to Lincoln County. And that's going to do it for your Monday rundown here on Southern Middle Tennessee Sports. They're presented by Zion Eagles.org. All right, when we return, we will talk a little Summertown and CA baseball from Saturday action. So stick around on Southern Middle Tennessee Sports Day presented by Mid Tennessee Bone and Joint. We'll be right back. When we're out covering sports in and around Murray County, communication between Maurice and I is absolutely vital to our success. When your business needs top notch communication and local service, Covenant Technology is there and they are dedicated to helping your business succeed by ensuring open lines of communication to your clients and customers. Contact them today at 615-846-9898 
or visit covenanttechnology.net. Hey folks, while we take a quick break from the show, I want to tell you about our friends over at Custom Stone Handlers in downtown Columbia. Ned Rich and his team at Custom Stone Handlers believe in leadership. And outside of the military, our greatest leader building platform is sports. Custom Stone Handlers proudly encourages young people to get in the game. You can contact them today at 931-490-4990 or visit customstonehandlers.com. Here's Mo and Chris. I done went and got Mo on the uh, the video. I got me on there too. Super excited about that. So welcome, folks who were missing our beautiful faces. I know you were just dying to see them. Right. <laughs> I mean, it's, it's if you're gonna watch on Facebook, like I feel like you definitely want to see faces like i can't imagine you would just face book it is exactly i mean it's a whole that's literally the point um so there you go uh real quick before we get into it want to let you know that this segment is brought to you by jason egley at farmers insurance and sometimes we don't understand how you know insurance discounts work but this one's pretty simple if you're an educator, you're a coach, and you're listening, Jason Negley's got a discount for you. I don't know how it works exactly, but he can tell you. And you know why we don't know how it works? Because we're not educators. Exactly. We're not coaches. We don't know. But, you know, he spent he, he spent some years, some time as an educator himself, so he wants to give back to the those educators and, uh, and coaches in the community. So if you are looking to... Get some insurance information. There's no obligation. Give them a call. 615-250-2723. That's 615-250-2723. That's Jason Egley, Lawrence County native, farmer's insurance, and discounter of insurance for educators and coaches. Farmers, truck fire insurance exchanges and affiliates. Products not available in every state. They're just not available in every state, but they are available here. There we go. At least something is. <laughs> Give them a call and find out what. That's exactly right. Um, so, over, uh, again, like I said on Saturday, um, Columbia Academy and Summertown took to the baseball diamond and it was a a great start for um, Summertown in the first inning. Yeah, um, four runs in the first, all off of starter Tyler Stevens, um, who lasted just a third of an inning, gave up two hits. Must have been a home run. Um, two hits, four runs, three of which were earned. 
his only out was a strikeout. He also walked one. And so Summertown got out to a 4 nothing start there. And much like Columbia Academy's Tuesday night game against Battleground Academy where Landon Prentice had to come in early and, and hold down the opponent, he did that again on Saturday through five and a third of um, shutout baseball and kept the Bulldogs in it until they could score six in the fifth for an eventual 7-4 victory. Yeah, I think, you know, well done to Columbia Academy for sticking through that. Um, as I said, when I got there about 6 o'clock, as the, the game was supposed to start at 6, it was raining. And it was – I assumed they were going to play. I just didn't know at what point. Because I, when I looked at the radar, I could see that, I mean, that, that last line of rain was moving out. So I knew it was – it was going to happen. I just didn't know when, and I didn't really feel like uh, sitting around. And, and after Thursday night's marathon over at Forest, I felt terrible because when you get home and you see your wife with hair just looks like she's pulled it out and she's rocking a baby and she, you know how, like, you, you don't even blink because, like, you're just so tired. <laughs> <laughs> so I thought, you know what, um, maybe I don't do that again. So uh, I went ahead and went home, but uh, but they did get the game in. The issue that I have with that <laughs> is that the JV played at 4 o'clock and had no issues. They played at 4, they were over by 5.30. Like, when there's rain involved, Play your varsity game when you know you can play. Make sure they play. Because we I mean, it was almost a situation where the JV played and the varsity wasn't going to. May have had an umpire uh, deal with umpires, though. You know, uh, I don't know. Some some t uh, for JVs, they don't always. Sometimes the coaches do the umpiring for JV games and stuff. Uh, so their umpires may not have been coming until it's Saturday. that certain game time. It's Saturday. And, it's Saturday. It's also Saturday's weather drives baseball coaches crazy. No kidding. It's not raining hard enough to really say no. It's a washout. Yet it's not gonna. It's not enough sunshine or wind to dry out, and it is, it just lingers. It just hangs, and and it's hard to get a field ready sometimes, uh, in those circumstances because you don't know what's going. You know, you don't know where, which direction it's going to go. Well, as I pointed out to Mo on Saturday night. I don't understand why we're playing JV games before varsity games anyway. You've got your field ready. You got nice and lined off. You got dragged. Everything looks good. Then you're going to let your JV go out there first. That just that, that, that's crazy to me. Mo brought, always, up some, Mo brought up some good points. Yeah, we always played ours afterwards. That was, that was our group. So I mean, Mo brought up good points. He, he said, you know, the parents have to get there. And you're you're more concerned about your senior parents, your junior parents who have less time to watch their kids play high school ball. So I get that. I would be curious to see some data on how many people show up, how many more people show up for six thirty seven o'clock games versus five o'clock games. Uh, certainly didn't water down the crowd at Forest on Thursday. 
the five o'clock pitch, first pitch. So I, I, mean, I, I, I think know. you have to look at the teams that were playing there. Summertown and Forest, they would have gotten there at ten in the morning during the week. I mean, <laughs> I understand. So I understand. Know. I'm just saying, like, there's I, there are good points to it. I just don't understand the idea of getting your field all ready to go and then your JV being well, the one who gets to enjoy the perfect field. Do they not redrag it? I've not seen a redrag after JV and then relined off. I guess I've not paid that much attention, to be honest. I mean, I think that I think that they should have JV kids during the varsity games run out there like the grounds crew and minor league baseball and rake during like in between innings. <laughs> mm. But seriously, I, I just I, that just blows my mind. But hey, it, it is what it is. We we always played our JV games second, but it. Again, that's just weird to me. Uh, and maybe it's just because, you know, everything that happened back in my day is way better than whatever these young whippersnappers are doing now. Get off my lawn. You know what I mean? Like, that's you, you just kind of it, – it makes sense to you because, well, that's how you always did it. It makes sense to them because that's how they've always done it. Exactly. <laughs> so it is what it is. Um, it was two two-run doubles in that four-run first for Summertown. Um but do blaze do blaze two baggers dose of those babies um Kavar's tears goes two for two scores twice um Brian Baranek drives in a couple of runs also in that 7-4 comeback victory for CA and you know kudos to both these teams because I used to go at it when they were both in class A mm-hmm. and since Columbia Academy moved up to Division or moved to Division 2A, the fact that they've continued to play this series, both Jason Burleson and um, and Richie Estep have been quite complimentary of each other and their programs and that kind of thing and wanting to continue this series, you know, to the extent that their schedules allow because, you know, it's a quality matchup and both these teams are teams that have aspirations of making deep postseason runs and you know the best way to get good is to play good people and you know you just saw that by by summertown playing forest earlier this week which is a um double a program now spent a lot of time in in class a has moved up over the last few years gotten bigger um but they've continued to seek out those type matchups, and Saturday was another one in Columbia Academy trying to do the same thing. I mean, they're already running through a gauntlet in that in that district that they're in with with CPA and Grace Christian and Middle Tennessee Christian and some of the folks that they play, and then to step out of district action and take on a Summertown team that's been absolutely rolling this year is um it's just good to see and it's unfortunate that you didn't get to see it but um yeah i I mean i wish that i had gotten to um if they'd have played at fort i'm just kidding (laughs) (laughs) well next time we'll just have richie and jason contact Contact you and and try to find out when's going to be convenient what's best for me i mean this would be the best way to do this i'm just saying yeah yeah Anyway, six o'clock would have been fine. That's all I'm saying. Yeah. Um, Stupid rain. You know, we I hate we, rain. <laughs> <laughs> we talked on Friday about 
Columbia Central soccer loss to um, Station Camp on Thursday night. They bounced back with an 8 nothing win over Coffee County. That means that they have outscored Coffee County over the past week 14 nothing because they went to Manchester right. on Tuesday night and won 6 nothing. And um, as we mentioned in the rundown, they just continue their mastery of District 8 AAA. They are still unscored upon in six district games. Travel to Lincoln County tonight to um, try to continue that. And I think they finish up district play against Shelbyville um, sometime this week. So I remember typing that in. I think it's Thursday night. It is. They play at home against Shelbyville Thursday night at 7 o'clock. I think that's their final district game. Trying to close things out perfectly. And, uh, perfectly in more ways than one. Yeah. Unbeaten, untied, unscored upon. That'd be crazy. Yeah. Um, does soccer work similarly to the others' district tournaments and then – or do they just move their district winners? Do we know? Um, I'm not sure what the district setup is for soccer in eight AAA. Gotcha. I don't know if they play. I don't know if they play a a play in, and then one and two get a bye into the semis. But there is a district tournament. There is a district okay. tournament, and the top two finishers advance to the region. Gotcha. Very similar to baseball and softball as far as that goes. Sure. I just don't know what. District Eight AAA's specific setup is. Gotcha. Um, speaking of district tournaments, uh, District Three, Division Two, Division Two A softball tournament starting this week. Starts this week. Um, starts tomorrow specifically, and we have a local team that will be in play tomorrow as. Zion Christian, the number three seed out of District 3. Actually, this isn't the district tournament. This is the Division 2A Middle Region tournament. Okay. So this includes more than just it, this is This is District 3 and District 4. And cool. so Zion Christian is the number three seed out of District 3. They will take on Clarksville Academy, the number six seed out of District 4. That game is at 4.30 on Tuesday. Also playing on Tuesday will be um, Battleground Academy will play at Donaldson Christian. Ezel Harding will play at Friendship. Let's see. Um, Davidson Academy will play at Christ Presbyterian. Middle Tennessee, I'm sorry, Mount Juliet Christian will play at Middle Tennessee Christian. And Grace Christian will play at Nashville Christian. Um, those winners will advance to Thursday's quarterfinals. No, it's not even. No. This no, it's it's the round of sixteen, I guess. Yeah. So you're gonna have to get two. You're gonna have to win two to get to, to the get quarters. To the quarters, exactly. Where you play the one and two seats. Mm -hmm. No. The quarters are, will play on Thursday. I mean, the the one seeds will play on Thursday. Oh, okay. Because Columbia Academy on Thursday will play the winner of Battleground Academy Donaldson Christian. And so Good that Pasture. gets you to eight. Mm -hmm. Gotcha. Okay. And Good Pasture, which is the number one seed out of District 4, will play the winner of Davidson Academy CPA on Thursday. Gotcha. So.
And it's interesting because these two districts, one has eight teams, one has six teams. So it's a little it's a little wonky there with the with the sixteen team bracket. Sixteen team double elimination bracket. It's yeah. It's it's a couple pages. It's not pretty. <laughs> it's not easy to get to. No. No, it's um Double elimination. Which softball, I mean, I, it's it's easier to do that in softball, okay, because you, oh, yeah. you yeah. don't have to. Well, because the games go quicker and. The pitching uh, yeah. situation. Yeah. Is uh, there a pitch count in softball? You can pitch every day, all day long. Because the arm motion is supposedly more natural, so there's less strain on the shoulder. Uh, so if you have the ability to, you know, the stamina to stick it out to raise your all arm. day long, yeah, uh, then you can pitch in softball, and most people do. Now that uh, that bodes well for teams like CA and even Zion, who have multiple pitchers and have the ability to throw a couple of different folks, uh, you know, just just for the leg aspect. The, the legs are what go before the arm goes in softball. You would think. Yeah, because your arm is just not going to get tired. I mean that 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 motion is just what it is. As long as you're able to snap that wrist up and get some spin on the ball, you should be good. But the the, the stamina. As long as you legs, can get the drive. Yeah, yeah, the stamina of the legs. That's really where the the key is. So. Really looking forward to seeing this CA team again. Um, won the Class A state championship in 2019. Played a week last year. <laughs> Got two two solid pitchers in Carson Newman, signee, Journey Mitchell, and Journey Avery, um, and Avery. Junior Avery Slaughter. There we go. Yeah. There you go. The Jays. Yeah, it, it starts <laughs> to run together, man. It's still early. It is early on I've Monday. I've only had one cup of coffee. So. 18 minutes to the top of the hour. We're going to take a break right here on Southern Middle Tennessee Sports Today, presented by Mid-Tennessee Bone Joint. When we come back, we'll talk about Central Baseball and uh, their loss over the weekend to Centennial. Stick around. If you've listened to this show, you know Chris and I are always down for a good meal. Recently, we learned about Patio West in Spring Hill and what a pleasure it has been. Their menu is full of seafood, burgers, and more, giving every member of your family something to enjoy. Be sure to go by Patio West Coastal and Comfort Eats located at 3011 Longford Drive in Spring Hill or visit patiowest.com and tell them the guys at Southern Middle Tennessee Sports sent you. Sports and beyond. It's on Southern Middle Tennessee Sports Today. What if I told you that we are 14 minutes to the top of the hour and four days away from May? The the former is a lot easier to believe than the latter. I cannot believe. That May 1st is Saturday. The end of this week. Yeah. And the Kentucky Derby is back on. And 
the Kentucky Derby party is back on for some <laughs> of us. Um, it's just it's is that this Saturday? It's this Saturday, first Saturday in May. Just wow. happened to be on the first. Guess I didn't get invited. <laughs> you know what? I didn't get invited either. I uh, I got uh, I invited myself with uh, the ability to provide entertainment. Oh, well, see, I don't do that. <laughs> Gene Cotton, let's see if it pays off for him. It's a bold strategy. <laughs> it's a bold strategy. It is bold. Does that not sound like Mike Epley to you? Play it again. Gene Cotton, let's see if it pays off for him. There's some, there's there's some, some Epley, Epley in there. there. Yeah, yeah. Anyway. Um, so, yeah, it's just crazy. Like, I cannot believe it's already May. And we're talking about district tournaments. We're talking about getting ready for spring fling, literally one month from, what, yesterday? Uh, this, is, this is exciting, though. I mean, this is the best time of the spring sports well, season. Well, it's the best time, and it's the worst time because uh, – We're going to be busy for the next – Well, I don't, I don't mind the busy. No, no, that's fine. I don't mind the busy. I just like to know. And, you know, it's, it's kind of tough to keep up with everything that's going on. It's tough to keep up during the regular season. Just because, what was what was that tweet about data? Yeah, the data entry is only as easy as your access to the data. Mm -hmm. And our access hasn't always been the easiest this spring. That's correct. But and, that's, I mean, and that's just going to happen with spring sports. There's just so much going on. I get it. Um, so it's not that hard. It's not, but for us. It, it's it's just a whirlwind of stuff because there are what four or five sports, five sports happening, and so many sports I don't even know how many there are. Um, <laughs> there are five sports happening. There are a million things going on, and the next month is going to be wild. You've got district tournaments starting this week. Uh, it's only going to get crazier from there uh, as our local teams start dropping out. It will get a little easier. Um, hopefully, we don't have a lot of teams dropping out, though. Hopefully, when well, we get some by the of time, them, unfortunately, some of them are going to knock each other out. So, well, yeah. I mean, there's just no way around that. Sure, but potentially we can go to Murfreesboro with a good bunch of teams, plenty of folks in tow. Yeah, yeah. that'd be fun. It would be. I would love to be able to go over there, spend a week, and not have any downtime. Except for maybe on Thursday or Friday when I can go to Champies and get some crawfish. Hello. <laughs> That's about the only time I want to be able to do it. Yeah. Oh, man. So this weekend or Friday, mm -hmm. um, you went home. Literally. <laughs> Literally home. Literally. I did go home and then uh, went back. Drove about seven minutes over to Mallory Lane in Franklin to watch Columbia Central and host Centennial. And didn't take long for this one to get out of hand. Centennial scores nine runs in the first two innings and defeats Columbia Central 11-1 in five innings. That was – In baseball ba action. Yes, <laughs> yes. I'm sorry. I'm we sorry. <laughs> baseball. I didn't set that up as well as I could have. That's okay. Uh, <laughs> Um, I think, well, anyway, yes, Columbia Central Baseball fell to Centennial 11-1 in five innings. That was 
Central's sixth attempt to get veteran coach Mark Pickle his 500th career victory. What was the quote? He's still searching, too. Yeah. Something like that. Um, we have an article on the website at sm-tnsports.com. It's been a tough year, obviously, for Central. Um, and we've talked about that. I mean, on this show, how, how unfortunate that missing last year was mm -hmm. for this team because he knew, not only did he know that he was going to graduate a bunch of seniors, but missing an entire year with young kids that were coming up is just you don't understand the the impact that that's going to have until you get to this point and you go man i really could have used last year for development well i think he understood it but you know as a, this, as a fan as a fan yeah. yeah this team this columbia central team has 15 freshmen and sophomores that means either they're freshmen now or they were freshmen last year when and, they played a week. Right. They've got eight juniors and seniors. Not even enough to put them on the field. That's, I mean, you could not put a full team of juniors and seniors on the field. And only two seniors. So, so what you're telling me is this team next year could be pretty good. With I, a, little, I, a little development. I do feel like there is a get them now yeah. type of mentality. But, you know. Um, <laughs> that new district uh, uh, well, is not going to be happy. <laughs> but people are getting them now. <laughs> and they, they are. And that's, but sometimes, and that's, I think that's one of the, the positives about having Mark Pickle as your coach. If you are a young player, you, you listen to him. And when he says, listen, guys, this is about learning and getting better. We're not going to win a bunch of games this year. And we just have to be okay with that. Let's. Focus on getting better. You're gonna have you're gonna have those freshmen and sophomores. Half of them are gonna hit growth spurts over this summer, and as long as they're in the weight room doing what they're supposed to be doing, it could be a massive, massive turn next year. Big time. He he said, you know, the kids and I talk about it all the time. I don't have the answers to this because I've never experienced it before. If I could say we had a season like this in whatever year, and here's what we did to correct it, I would. But I've never been through it. Tell them every day. I don't have the answers. If I did, I'd tell them to you, and we'd get it corrected and move on. He said, I'm still searching, too. Um, Central fell to 3-20 and 20 with that loss, and clearly that's that's those are numbers that, that haven't been associated with Columbia Central baseball in a long time, if ever. You know, two years ago they were 19-12. and 12. The year before that they won the District 8 AAA tournament championship and that's what you think about when you think about columbia central baseball and just like you said it was just a cycle where you hit a lot of youth and and didn't get an entire year of development yeah i mean if those sophomores had had a full season of development maybe things would have been different but um they did not and so yeah the sophomores are virtually freshmen as are the freshmen and it's just it's just that vicious cycle that that covid created and it it will get better they started four freshmen friday it it will get better yeah if you are a columbia central baseball player if you're a columbia central baseball parent or fan 
it will get better. This is not what you're going to expect in the near future. No. And just like you said, they, they move to that new district next year with um with Independence Summit, Ravenwood and Nolansville, the geographics of which I still don't understand, but um, <laughs> who am I and what do I know? But that'll be interesting, you know. Sorry, I don't. I, I can't. I don't want to get into that. But geez, every time you say that, I'm like, how are Franklin Centennial not in that district? Yep. <laughs> it's why is why are Ravenwood and why is Ravenwood and Brentwood not in the same district? <laughs> they're in the same town, and they're not in the same district. There you go. Okay. Well, there's history as far as that goes because before we had the public-private split. Brentwood Academy and Brentwood High School were in the same classification, but in different districts for football. Somebody said it was a a. That was not a conscious effort. No, that was definitely not conscious. Yeah, <laughs> believe that. Somebody said it was a five iron from one to the other, and it may not be quite that short, but it's not very long at all. So. Probably closer to a grenade toss is what. It's, I mean, you know, my it's, gosh, it's, it's too It was too ridiculous then, and it's yeah. pretty close to the same now. Yeah. Anyway, um, Central plays. They play today, right? Is that what we read in the rundown? Because it all starts to run together. Central does, in fact. No, they don't. Central does not play today. No, I'm sorry. That was Columbia Academy. Yeah. Columbia Central plays at Tullahoma tomorrow at 6. And they're at home against Tullahoma at 6 on Wednesday. So that will be their next opportunity to get 500. Tullahoma, not the team you want to be trying to do that against. I don't think so. <laughs> so, anyway. Oh, that's all right. Again, it's going to get better. So, Columbia Central fans, calm down. It's going to be okay. You know, that's kind of the concern. I don't know that they're necessarily upset. Uh -huh. And that's good. I, I think I think you have to if, – if they're accepting of the fact that this is a developmental year. I mean, do you I, – I wouldn't want my parents to be upset. I mean, yeah, you don't – you want to win. Mm -hmm. But, again, you're in the you, – You want to recognize the situation. Right. Yeah. And they're in a pretty good district. I mean, it's it, it's 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 tough to go out there and win in that district, mm -hmm. night in and night out. I mean, we've seen some crazy things happen. So, some pretty um, good ball over there, like you said. Before we get out of here um, tomorrow, we will talk about Franklin County basketball coach and softball coach. Uh, I can't think. Same of person. Same Mike person. Holt. Has resigned his positions, and so we'll talk about that tomorrow because we will be on in Franklin County. So make sure to tune in for that. We're going to take a quick break here on Southern Middle Tennessee Sports Days. Our first hour is finally over. When we come back, it is Chip Walters on the Parks Motor Sales Hotline. He will join us to talk a little MTSU baseball, and we've got some local flavor to talk about. So Stick around on Southern Middle Tennessee Sports Today, presented by Mid-Tennessee Bone & Joint. We will be right back, right after this. 